Hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest edition of the Tipping Point Podcast. I am your co-host, Caesar Walker. And I'm Ronnie Gatry. And uh, this is our latest episode. Uh, Gat, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing great. Also, we're recording on a Sunday, so for those who are listening, I hope you are, or hope you had a good weekend. Um, hope you are having a good week, productive week. Blessings to each and every one of you. Uh, but yeah, you're doing good. Yeah, man. I've been busy. Yes. Just, just adulting. <laughs> nothing, nothing major. Nothing even noteworthy. Just the worthy. Just adulting. Just yeah. Doing stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, just celebrating loved ones this week, birthdays, errands, work, life. Yeah. The whole nine. Uh, it feels is what's crazy. It feels as though we've missed a week. For me, it's crazy in my head because I think the last time we recorded was on a Saturday. Yeah, it was last Saturday. And yeah. So it's like we yeah. missed the whole week since then, and even though we're going to recap. Yeah. So it feels yeah. like, all right, we got to go deep <laughs> into the past week to find out what happened because we haven't talked about it. Right. 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 On the last episode, we talked, you briefly mentioned um, the album that never came to be as of yet. Uh, Yandi mm-hmm. by none other than uh, Mr. West. <laughs> and as I'm saying this, y'all, Gatry is shaking his head. Uh, something's on your mind. What, what's up, guy? Well, it, I'll, you know this, and I'm sure our listeners know, but just in case you don't, um, Kanye got Kim, wifey Kim, to broadcast on social media that Yandi wouldn't drop until Black Friday, right? So this this really disturbed. I didn't know that actually. Okay, okay. I didn't know that. This disturbed me because I th- I think about our talks right. Okay. Um, you were very critical on Kanye before his last his last album and the series of albums he produced in June for various artists, right? Okay. Just because of a lot of comments and what I call publicity stunts that he built around those releases. Uh, but I, I defended Kanye, right? Yeah. I defended him. Um, yeah, you did. You did. Your biggest defense of him was. What was your biggest defense? I, of I him? can't even remember. That's how distraught I am. Mm. Continue. <laughs> but you, I'm a. You said something that I'm going to hold until you get to the end of your statement because you actually are right in some in some cases. Here we go again, Walker. We're we're shifting. No, you're gonna. You don't know what I'm about to say. That's not so, a bad thing. I, just, I I love how like. You know, I can I can be critical one day and you bring the opposite. Then I can be not so critical, then you bring the opposite. Well, it's it's where the point tips. Sure. <laughs> Did you catch it, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> I'm Did just waiting. <laughs> Fourteen episodes for that one. Um, but no, it, it's just like you. I remember one thing you said. Like part of the reasons why I'm critical of Kanye is because if you're going to go through all this MAGA and all this uh, slavery was a choice. BS, mm-hmm. you better bring some heat on wax. That was my argument. Yeah, and it, it's valid, right? Yeah. And it, it took me a while to kind of think about that, but you're right. And he didn't bring heat for Ye. No. Now, I'll reiterate, I still think Ye is a good project, not a great one. I still listen to it. Um, I'm not even going to disagree with you there. I okay. think for Kanye's standards, it was trash. Yes, it, it's under the bar. Um, Kissy Ghost is another project that I'm that I'm a fan of, and it's like that when you set the bar so high off yeah. the gate yeah. and maintain it for.
for years and for several albums. Right. So, to your point. Continue. Right. So, um, so I'm thinking about all this, and you know, I'm just left with this guy's a fraud, okay. right? Because here he goes. He says, he says I'm dropping on Saturday to, <laughs> to coordinate with my Saturday Night Live, whatever. And people like me get excited because it's like, man, Kanye's essentially dropping two albums in one year. We we haven't been exposed to to Kanye like this. And whether whether you want to admit to it or not, the news of Kanye dropping an album is going to excite you. Maybe not as much as it did five or six years ago, but it's still going to excite you because it's still Kanye. And you you got a small little glimmer of thought that says. He could he could have realized on this project that the old Kanye is much more beloved than the new Kanye. Am I correct in that? It's going to generate excitement. It's going to generate excitement. I'm with you there. Right. But from what we know to be true about Kanye, Kanye has produced master. He hasn't produced masterpieces overnight. No. Right. Correct. So what gives me pause is that. Right after, yeah, you turn around and release another album. Right. Which makes me nervous about the quality of it. And, and again, you can only compare Kanye to Kanye. Okay. It makes me nervous about this work of art. And, again, I could I could stand corrected in a few weeks or, a few, you know, a month or so. Or whenever, next year. Whenever. I could stand corrected, but... I'm excited about new music, but I am, what's the word? I guess I'm withholding, I guess I'm just waiting to see what happens, right? My expectation is, is, I've tempered my expectations on Kanye, just knowing how he's worked in the past. You've taken an approach like, if it drops, it drops. If it drops, it drops, and if it's good. Whereas me with Yandi, I'm on Spotify hitting refresh. Um, so I was different, two different approaches. Yeah, and I'm googling. Yeah, is Kanye dropped? Is he doing title only? Is is when should Spotify have it? Right, all right. I, right. And, you, you I, sure, and I can I know the Google results. I got it in return. Negative, negative. He's a fraud, Walker. He's a fraud because he's told he's saying one thing and then doing the next. He, he's toying with us, and he knows. You that. think he, you you? So it's just strictly music with you. With Kanye, yes, yeah. See, I have a, I have, I can, I can filter out all this other stuff because I only deduce the that other as stuff being the MAGA hat, the Saturday Night Live, Thirteenth Amendment comments. I hear it, I read it, and like, okay, he's doing this because he wants he wants his name relevant again. I can't read too far into this because there's no real truth behind this. That's the way I digest it. Okay, so I'm like, okay. When you're done talking, tell us where the album is. <laughs> I want the music. <laughs> you know, and there's nothing wrong with that approach. Right. There's nothing wrong with that approach at all. I feel I, less woke I, with that I, approach, but I can't take him too seriously. And when he does stuff like this, like say I'm dropping on Saturday and we get crickets, it makes me want to take him even less seriously, especially from his personal views. Gotcha. To me, you can't even drop an album. Well, you said something interesting there, is that you don't take Kanye seriously. To me, that's the disappointment. Ah, okay. Kanye's an OG now in hip-hop. True. Right? Bonafide. His his legacy is so... He has an amazing legacy in terms of the albums. I would listen to a little bit of College Dropout over the weekend. Okay. I was like, this was a 
good album. Still goes hard. You know what I mean? The problem with that is that because you're an OG, I should be interested in anything you have to say. When I'm scrolling through and I'm looking at interviews and I see that Bun B is doing an interview. You tune in. What you got, Bun? Right. What you got? Right. Nas doesn't do a lot of interviews. This is true. If I was to ever catch him with it was like with Angie Martinez or, you know, one of the few people he'll do an interview with, I want I'm locked in. Okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I know he's about to drop something. These are people that we grew up listening to. True. Especially during the nineties, dude, where they were forming a lot of our opinions and views of life in the world. Could you imagine how glued you would be to your phone or whatever if you saw Andre three thousand giving an interview somewhere? Oh my you know what I mean? So yeah. the people whose music and art frame the way you see the world today, whenever they stop to say anything, they have your attention. Absolutely. The problem with Kanye is that when he stops to say anything, I don't care. That's the disappointment in so Kanye. we're in the same place. We're though. in the same right. place. But you're going to consume it. Yeah, like the whole cancel Kanye thing. If you if you choose to do that, that's that's on you. Right. Like if you if you if you feel in your heart of hearts, you can no longer continue to support someone who is so reckless with their quote unquote platform and influence, right? Right. Then that's your then hey, that's your call. It's up to you. You know, God bless. For me, my thing is okay. The one thing you got left. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not a big fan of this creative space that Kanye is in. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by that? Anything. Clothes, <laughs> music. Like, I didn't like uh, Ye. Uh, what? Clothes? Clothes. Do you want me to go on my text messages? Yeah, let's go there. Okay. Let's go there. We're going to share this with the listeners? Mm-hmm. Walker, I text you a picture of... The Yeezy Boost Wave Runner, which looks like a shoe straight out of Payless. It's a dad shoe. It's a dad shoe. I'm a dad and I wouldn't wear it. Dad shoes, like, that's some New Balances. I'm like, I'm going to cop these. But go ahead. Stop yourself, man. Stop. No. Don't, don't doubt, my, don't doubt my, my taste of... Please don't do that. You, but how can you, how can you, after I sent you this picture mm-hmm. and was so critical about this shoe, mm-hmm. how can you now say... From, from a fashion standpoint, you don't take him seriously. But did you read my whole text message? Of course not. I read what I wanted to read. Okay. So, <laughs> what I texted Gatry, because he texted me those, and I said, you know what? I could rock these. I could. I know exactly how I would wear them. Like, I, that's how I look at certain stuff. I go immediately in my closet and look at what would go with that. If I pull up no results, I'm moving <laughs> on. Rocking, right? I'm moving on. Okay. What I will not do, and that's what you didn't get in my text message, what I will not do is pay $300 for those shoes. Okay, okay. There's a lot of things I, I would rock. I failed to. I failed. I, I probably read it, but you know how my, my emotions go. <laughs> well documented. Walker said he's buying a pair tomorrow. <laughs> I'm worse than the media. He's checking the tracking number on the shoes he just purchased, right? You know what I mean? That's where you went. I would never, those shoes are not worth 300 Like, I looked no. at the price of them, and I was like, Kanye, <laughs> you are sick to think I'm going to pay $300 for those. Terrible. That's why I like the new balances that I'm looking at, because they're in a reasonable price point, right? Right. So, my whole thing is that with kind of like this whole, like, even when I say creatively, do you remember the Nike Yeezys? Did you like the Nike Yeezys? 
or no? Yeah, yeah, I did like the Nike Yeezys. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. all right. Compare those to now. Do you like Kanye shoe? Which Kanye shoes you like better when he was with Nike? Nike. Okay, so it, I, it I feeds like into the, my I point. Like Easy boots, but I yeah. didn't. I didn't care yeah. for the like this one for the first time looks decent with jeans to me in a way that I could make it work. The Wave Runners. Yeah. Oddly enough, I I know it. Will but you wake me up when you're done? I'm, dude, here's my point. My point is the this creative space musically, fashion, like his clothes. Mm-hmm. Never cared about his clothes. Okay, I that, could do that. that. We agree on. Yeah, I could do that with my own stuff. <laughs> Right? right, we can go go to Urban Outfitters, go to Gap, save a lot of go money to too. save a lot. Shoot, go to Walmart. <laughs> if you're gonna cut them up, right. you know what I mean. Like to me, for you to ask people to pay that much, like you just it just shows how out of touch you are with the culture. We're not going to pay that much money for stuff that's going to be here today, going tomorrow. Right? You know what I mean? Like you're out of touch with it. Like even the old Yeezys, like the 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 first Adidas, he came out with mm-hmm. like. People kind of slowly offer those a little bit. And okay. I'm like, for those shoes to cost that much, think about how much Jordans cost. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, they're still relevant years, plural, later, right? Right. So, I'm not with this creative kind. I'm not with his price points or whatever. And I just, I'm, I'm waiting on him to get into another space that where I can say, okay, I can, I can deal with this, this creative this creative juices that he's pouring, trying to pour on us. Okay. Right? Yeah. So with this album, I'm, I don't know, man. I I don't have any expectations from Kanye. I don't. And then maybe that may help someone like me because with the last album, after the things that he was saying, I'm thinking this album better be fire. Because my thing is, look, we'll forgive, we'll forgive quality music and content. Right. Every time. How I mean, how do you think the R. Kelly's of the world got this far? Good point. Right? Yeah. So we we'll forgive so I don't think we got that yet and we're still waiting on it. And for Kanye to rush to another album, it doesn't give me a lot of hope. It just doesn't. Okay. Now I could be wrong and I would love to come back I would love to be wrong, actually, <laughs> about Kanye in this regard. I would love for him to drop some classic music again. Right. But I, I don't know, man. I don't know. And and I'm hearing Chance saying he thinks he's doing it for attention. My thing is, you're an OG. Oh, Chance is saying that? Yeah. Okay. You're an OG. So I'm not alone on this island. No. Okay. In, and, and that's what I wanted to get back to. You were right about that. This was a publicity stunt. But I said even back then, that's whack if right. that's, that's the case. And I don't, I don't think you were against my, my theory of it being a publicity stunt. I was just stunt. hoping it wasn't the case. Right, right. Exactly. I was hoping it wasn't the case because exactly. if it's true... I'm looking at you a. I'm looking at you a little funny style. Well, I mean, th- think about it, Walker. And I'm going back to Joe Button's podcast. But if there's any validity in this whole Drake and Kanye thing, Kanye's got to start feeling that I'm becoming less and less relevant on the musical landscape. I've got more competition. I got to worry about this Canadian kid. That's what's so whack to me about it. Because he doesn't really have to. That's my point. Kanye's yes, got it. He's got his You're face in a already. whole. Thank you. Thank you. He just got to be Kanye. Stop worrying about. Jay Z has influences. his own space. Outcasts have their own space. It's like you got your own lane. You're doing your own. Because my thing is hip hop. No matter. And I love the age we're in in hip hop, where we're seeing, we're seeing, we're being introduced to long, longevity. Right. 
Like, this is dope to see the Nas's, the Jay-Z's. These guys still do music at an old age in hip-hop and make it cool. Right. Talking about family. And even Kanye to it. You know what I mean? That's like, to see these feat, we have never seen this, right? right? What we what we have seen is we've seen artists try to adapt to a new sound, and you're stepping into the young guys arena, who it doesn't work, it doesn't work because it's a young man's sport. Right. For case in point, Gatry, if you ever want to feel old, just, older than I feel now. No, 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 no. no. Okay. You feel vibrant compared <laughs> to this. You want to feel old? Talk to young kids about hip hop. Oh. Talk to them about hip hop no, in a barbershop. That was in a barbershop a week ago, in a, just a week ago, and two guys, two young guys. I didn't have to ask how old they were. I knew they were young, right? They're like, man, I ain't, I ain't Jay Z. I ain't really feeling Jay Z like that. That is blasphemous to our generation, to our generation, right? So we asked them, all right, who do you listen to? Man, I listen. One could one dude, man. All I listened to was Boosie. The conversation with him it ended right then and there. Cause I already know if you it, does a if you are all about Boosie, then I you can, ain't listening to Jay. Yeah, how can you? Yeah, I, you know what I mean. I felt like the old dude in the barbershop. Like you don't listen to Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> What do you right. mean you don't like EPMD? Right. De La right. Soul. Are you serious? Get, that get where this. we are now, Walker? Dude, if you ever want to feel old. I didn't, know I, I didn't know I was old until I had this conversation with it. So who you like? Who you like? They said it was NBA Youngboy, I think. Man, don't do this to me. NBA Youngboy. They was like that. NBA Youngboy be going off. And I'm thinking, I couldn't tell you. Define off. <laughs> So I, asked, so I asked, so I asked, so I asked him, who was your top five? One dude was like Pac, Biggie, and I'm thinking, no Jay. I was like, why Big? He was like, why not? I was like, you can't tell me, can you? No. You can't tell me, it's can just, you? It's just what he hears. It's just what he's hearing. Yes. <laughs> it's just what you can't tell me, can you? And, and maybe if it's that self-explanatory, young boy is saying that. <laughs> so my point is this. Hip hop will always be a young man's sport. Okay. Right? So you're always going to have the younger generation come up and they're going to have artists that their age, they can relate to, speaking their language, speaking their experiences. And for an older MC to come down to their level and talk about it, they're like, who is this dude? Right? right? So you you're serve yourself well to just be honest and rap consistently with your life and where you are at that point. Right? right? So. What I like about like the older artists is that when they just evolve in that moment and are able to maintain their influence as the OG. Kanye nailed this. Kanye, Kanye was in that discussion. Was is the key word here, Walker. And my whole point is he's looking at Drake like I gotta keep up with him. No, you don't. No, you do not. He, if you want to be honest about it, he surpassed Drake already. <laughs> my thing is he was never in a race with Drake. True. True, but I, who said you're it you're may competing not be the most with, fair to compare, but if you were right now, now don't this, get me this, wrong. This is, don't this, get me wrong. Me saying it's October. Don't get me wrong. What Drake is doing is unprecedented. It's phenomenal. Unprecedented in terms of his run, but it's his run. Like, look, OK, how many albums, how many classic albums Kanye had under his belt once we got in, before we got introduced to Drake? 
When did Drake hit? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm... He was like 09. Oh. So what, he had like I, four? Yeah, 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 I was going to say three or four. He yeah. had four? Yeah. Four. Right? Like, I've been here. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know. And... Yeah. So my thing yeah. is like, if you're looking at Drake, can't, like you're boxing with gods at this point. Right. right. See what I'm saying? Like, I'm a god. Like, I... At this point, Kanye can drop an album once every two years just off the strength of him being Kanye. If It'll it's be. dope music. Yes. My thing is, as if you're Kanye, now I'm I'm trying to make Chance the new guy. I'm trying to make, you know what I'm saying? I'm right. trying to make him the new me at a million younger age. Like to me, that's how you get your longevity. Look at this guy. Right. And I'm still making music for the people who rock with me. Like be a boss. Yeah, like don't be, don't be go. a. You know what I mean? And that to me, that's my ultimate disappointment with him that he's using these antics. And for me, he's more of a Kardashian than he is a West right. at this point because it, now you want attention. His influence has been infiltrated, and that's unfortunate. Right. That's right. unfortunate. So you're you're looking forward to this new album. I'm like, I, I was. You was. Yeah. Yeah, not so. Now he so can do whatever you, he wants to do. So now, okay, I'm I'm off of it. it am I a fan? Of, yeah, but am I gonna until he until he releases? Yeah, you're you off had to drop it. something, Kanye. But don't don't have people like millions of people just like myself. Like, do you have an expectation for his album? No, not anymore. So it can be. So what does that mean? Is the bar set really low for it? Absolutely. Okay. I'm talking about limbo champion levels. Hmm. Spinelessly low. I see what you did there. Thank you. Okay. Well, get him out of here, man. He's a con. He's a fraud. Um. Okay. Yeah, we spent enough time talking about something that never happened. <laughs> what else you got, guy? Man, this week um, I found myself. Having a having a uh, very in depth conversation with a um, I could I I can genuinely say Mexican <laughs> Mexican American. Okay, uh, it's weird how I found myself in these conversations, but hey, whatever. Uh, but anyway, I was, I was talking to this gentleman. I used to work with him, and um, you, you I had an idea that maybe you know he wasn't. Legal or what or you know had right. had a had a past or whatever, but right. I've got enough social decency not to throw it out there. <laughs> I just accept him for who he is, right? Um, <laughs> That's such a funny statement. Imagine that, right? <laughs> so um, anyway, we were we were talking. He he runs his uh, construction company, so okay. uh, was you know finding out the projects he was in. Da 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 da. I was like, man, it's cool. Da da. And you know, the, and he just randomly says, well. Um, Man, I've got a family member who we're trying to, uh, I think the term was legalize okay. or document. All right. And um, I've noticed here recently the landscape's been different from when I had to, when I went through the process of being documented. Oh. And so, and I hate to do this, Walker, but I played dumb and I was like, dude, so you, ha- you haven't always been? And he's like, nah, man. He's like, dude, my dad? One morning, he woke up and said, we're leaving. Oh. Yeah. So, th- oh. this intrigues me. I was like, man, is there any way you can tell me more? And he was like, you have time to listen? I said, of course I do. I love hearing about stuff like this. 
this, I'd love to have people like him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I and I asked him Walker, and he was like, well, I don't know about all that. So I'm like, okay, I gotta respect that. But you don't be dumb. I'm gonna keep pressing at him until he's in here recording. Because I feel like us. this this needs to be told by him. Yes, even though you, this I is the I'm best not, you can do. I'm not gonna do the story justice. Right. Okay. Right. So, um, literally grew up in Mexico, born, grew up in Mexico. Him and his brother, mom and his dad, they lived in a house that was made from recycled automobile parts. Wow. Yeah. Dad, hardworking construction worker, right? Just could never, just could never get over that hump. So dad ultimately says, we're going to risk everything to get a better life for us, right? So he didn't go into detail, but he said, getting over here, and this was, this was years ago. This was years ago. He was, I think he said he was like five or six. So he didn't explain out the process, but they got here. And he said it wasn't easy. So they get here. They're here. They're set. They're living in a trailer. But to them, Walker, it's a mansion compared to what they, were, they grew up in. Right? Right. Dad goes to work. Works hard. Right? Right. 12 years old, he drops out of school. Dad says, you're old enough to work. Let's work. Let's get this money. Has no idea why his dad's working so hard. Right. His dad worked, saved up 20 grand total, cumulatively, to get documented. Wow. So we got to go back to the grind because mama's got to get documented. Oh, wow. 20 grand more, Walker. Yeah. Come on. All right, your turn. Wow. Now, guess what? You're the older brother. 20 more grand. And this, this takes years, Walker. Sure, sure, sure. 20 more grand. I had no idea it cost that much for... for um, That's insane. It's insane, dude. This government of ours, I'll tell you. And this this is where my light switch started. That, that's why I texted you. I was like, dude, this is crazy. Um, so anyway, he goes through the pro- process of getting documented, right? Right. I think he said instead of 20000 for him it was 12000 You know what that was? What? DACA. Ah. Uh, right. Yeah. You hear this? <laughs> he wow. he went and he almost got emotional talking about how what DACA did for him and his brother and them getting and that helping them along the way of being legalized how just, how American took, citizens. How that took years off the normal time frame to get the entire family documented. Yes. Now his his parents didn't go through DACA. This is something they figured out because As they, they went along, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um but so this man, this man, I'm telling you, Walker, lip quivering when he starts to tell me about what his his, I guess, fellow citizens or fellow nationality people who are trying to get here to become legal will have to face if and when the president has his way and gets rid of DACA. Right. Right. Dude. So I'm like, man, <laughs> it, it, this is hearing it straight from the horse's mouth, right? Right. So, um, man, he goes on and he's like, Ronnie, I, I need you to hear this. And he says, we, we get such a bad rap because people want to say we're in, and I'm guilty of this because I've said this on a public, on the public platform before, but we get a bad rap because people think we're here working, hoarding all the money, not paying any taxes. He said, number one, that's false because even when we are picked up at a gas station on a corner or whatever, 
we can work and we can decide not to not to you know present any of our earnings he said but every person who's ever picked my dad myself or my brother up has had us had uh had us verify our i10 number or whatever it is kind of like an individual tax id Mm -hmm. he's seen people that have not had i10s be rejected for the work Mm -hmm. it's happened across the board of course but for certain jobs like you don't have an i10 sorry and by i think it's yeah i think it's like literally i dash one zero right right um but he noticed he and his father were getting selected for higher paying jobs because they had that Uh, and other guys were having to settle for crumbs because they didn't right so right that's a and he says b do you know how difficult it is? More, more legit work and yeah. things that you have to... And they're yeah, getting yeah. taxed on that. Right, right. Um, right. He said, B, he said, can you realize how hard it is when you know you've got a goal of becoming an American citizen and you see how much it costs and you're working as hard as you can, harder than a lot of other people in this nation? That's nuance. That's, that's a lot of nuance uh, to that whole situation because most people think you're just... You know what I mean? Just getting paid on the Yeah, they're thinking Uh, you're not even trying to even get citizenship. You're just trying to, yeah. He said, Walker, he said, if people would take the time and have conversations like he and I were having, Mm -hmm. they would understand, and it would would shift the whole opinion that people have on Mexican-Americans. The impact on him for you to even listen to him. Oh, my goodness. What was the impact that, you know what I'm saying? Dude, dude, he, he called me the male Oprah. Because he, he, he said, and, and this is not about me, Walker, but he said, Ronnie, some of the stuff I've told you, yeah. only my family members know. I'm going to tell you something else, Walker. Oprah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something else, Walker, that blew my mind. Yeah. His wife, Caucasian. What? You know how we, you know how we say, you come over here, you find somebody American, you marry him, you're in. No. False. Did you know that? Mm, no, I didn't either. I didn't. I didn't. Well, I know the way our country is heading. That I don't know if it was always been that simple. Okay, that, you know, what I'm saying? Yeah, depending on yeah. where you, I, I'll put it this way: depending on where you are coming from on the globe. Mm. See what I'm saying? Fine print. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. These asshole countries, I think it's going to be tougher for you. France, Italy, yeah, y'all come over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think depending on where you're well coming from, on that, on the, on the asshole perhaps, countries, by the way. yeah. <laughs> well played. So. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, 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 I know it is, it's, it's not as simple as we've seen on TV throughout the 90s and early 2000s when you see people be like, yeah, I'm going to marry you and da 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 It's going to be, yeah, the man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've made changes since then. Yeah. But depending on where you're coming from, it's probably true, probably not the case for some people. Right. And, and, and thankfully, that was not a precursor in him going to marry this woman. They are genuinely in love, whatever. That's good. Yeah. But, um, that's kind of nasty. What? And disgusting when you marry just for citizenship. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it's terrible. Yeah. Um, but no, dude. This this conversation was a good a solid twenty minutes as he's sharing all this stuff with me and I and I'm thinking like I'm hating myself as I'm listening to it because I'm like how entitled do I feel you know like 
this this man is doing no different than what any person would do had they been in that situation. As a as a family man myself, entitled? Yeah, walk like I, I take I take a lot of this for granted. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. maybe entitled is the best word, but here's a, here's a man that fought, <laughs> right? Yeah, to get to 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 seek some level of opportunity. Yeah, and the trials that this man had to go through now. Now, of course, as, I, as I'm unpacking all this stuff in my head later on, I'm thinking, well, if you want to go back to how blacks got here, you know, we'd have a, a solid comparison. But I, 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 for some reason, I don't, I don't want to compare those two. Well, no, 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 no. I don't think you should. No one, I don't think you should. I think that's the wrong approach. Okay. I think because you're black and you re- I think having a struggle of your own allows you to sympathize and empathize with other people who have a struggle. Right. In this country. Which I think made him more likely to share a lot of this with me. And you being open to hear it. Boom. Right? So I think that that's the thing. His his race is going to, again, again, we're, this whole thing about your race, his race is going to be different. Yes. But I think if anything, his story is very um, inspiring. Oh, so absolutely. In the standpoint of, again, I'm always about community. And I look at how we've been we've been taught to get yours, right? And I mean, I, as a matter of fact, I was somewhere yesterday, and a guy was talking about how when he lived out in Oakland, he lived in a in a in a building, and there were some Mexicans, like twenty five people living in like a home or whatever, and they were all working, but they were putting each other through college. Oof, come on, Walker. So I'm working. I get paid. I'm putting money into a pot so that my brother can get his education and graduate. Right? Right. So then once so then once he graduates, he gets a well-paying job. He's now taking the money, putting that into a pot so that his sister can go to college right. and get her degree. She gets a degree, gets a well-paying job. She and him are putting money into the pot, along with everyone else who's working, so that the next part, and it just, you know what I mean? This this whole- beautiful, Walker. You know what I mean? Like, that is textbook how we should be doing. Right. Textbook. Textbook. Instead of, we get, we get, we make it, we gone. Right. We cross town- Living with the ritzy people, right? You know what I mean. We made we we made it, <laughs> right? Y'all figure it out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But we made it. You know what I mean. They don't have you know, and I and I love the community that they have. It's, like, a, it's I, amazing. I, so man. it's it's again, we can empathize all day, but it's inspiring, my guy. Yeah, it's inspiring, well, no and, doubt. And it, Walker made me more appreciative, and it of course it, it took me it took me to a level like. Because this is something, this is something I, I do a lot without even thinking about it. But I try to place myself in the shoes of others. And I'm thinking, well, this is my family living, pro- in, living in a shed. Very humbling. But, but, but not only that, am I going to do, as head of that household, am I going to do everything I can to make sure my family has a better life? A thousand percent. So, so from an American citizen scope, and I, I know the reasons, but the, the question is like, 
why can't we be compassionate enough to a facilitate the conversation with our ears, not with our tongue, and place ourselves in the shoes of those who are seeking better? Isn't America supposed to be the land of opportunity? Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, but we're also we also are big on classism. Capitalism. That stuff's in the fabric of America. Racism. As much as I hate to say it, but yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You have you have nuance of all these issues, social issues that we have that makes it that muddies the waters, so to speak. Right. And so instead of it being this this nation that's built on being your brother's keeper, I'm competing with you. Yeah. You know, in some cases you're not my e- you're not my equal. So why would I empathize with you? Right. See what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot of junk. It makes me sick, Walker. Well, this is America. This is America. Cool. Awesome story. I would... I, would, I, I had I, to share that, man. I want you to stay on him. Of course. To come dude, on and talk dude, about he it. He declined the first time, and I've asked him twice since then. Stay <laughs> on him. Because my thing is, I think his story needs to be told. Yes. And I think it needs to add a bit more nuance to the overall conversation. Because, unfortunately, for a lot of people in our country, they're exactly what our president said they were. Mm. So, to hear... We need these stories to help humanize these individuals. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and if anything, provide a blueprint for how the black community can elevate Come beyond. On, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, you hit something there. And yeah. You, you, I kind of, I kind of zoomed out for a second while I was listening to him, and I was like, "Look at this. We've got a. He's now Mexican American and then African American, and here we are having a productive conversation. Yeah. Yeah. What, what does that look like when it multiplies? Right. Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I think I, that's all I had for that. Uh, I think that was a great, great segment, great point, man. Thank great you. Point. Um, that happened this past week for you. Yesterday, um, <laughs> uh, Brett, Kevin, I got confirmed. Now on a Saturday. No, no, no. Last now we recorded last time on a Saturday. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. I we said I don't know if we I think we agreed we agreed that they were going to take this week, let everything kind of simmer, <laughs> deliberate, <laughs> right? Yeah. Let it simmer, let it get a little quiet. Then a week later, confirm them. Right. We said that on a Saturday. It happened yesterday, which was a Saturday. I think we were spot on. Right. Uh, I'd have to say we were bullseye. Okay. All right. Did you see the stats? No. Okay. It seemed like, and I'm gonna butcher this. So I just got a, I just got an alert on my phone. Okay. Well, they they interrupted uh, the whatever college football game I was watching at the time to make sure I knew that he was confirmed. But um, they essentially said, of all the Republicans, everybody agreed but one, and then for the Democrats. Was it that was it everybody disagreed but one? Maybe? I'd have to research it. It's something like that, but it was enough to confirm the guy. Okay. Thought that was odd, but and I, w- I really wish 
really wish I, I knew that stat. And I'm not just throwing out there arbitrarily, but so apparently um, Doug Jones voted against it. Yeah, Shelby voted for him though. I did see that breakdown. Well, duh. <laughs> um, Richard Shelby is the senator now. Right. I went through the list. I was like, uh, oh, there he is. <laughs> that was concerned that Doug Jones would vote for him. Vote for him. Yeah, nah, his name was on the list that I saw. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, DJ. Guess my dad's phone calls helped. Um, Seriously? Yeah, he gave me the number and told me to call him. I was like, Dad, if we are, if we have to call, Your dad is the OG. Yeah, I told my dad if we got a call to ask him to not vote for him, it's already over. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But but okay. Can, can I can I make a plea real quick? Sure. And, and I've heard this. I've heard Steve Harvey say this um, several times, but he makes a good point. We. If you're listening, we got it. We got to show up for these midterm elections. We have to. I know Kavanaugh's in, and a lot of people won't want that. Whatever. We got to show up for these midterm elections. Okay. We have to. It's imperative. Because what, what a lot of people don't understand is we drive this. Okay. We drive the people that are going to make the decisions. We do. And it all starts at the ballot box. We don't know that. I, I believe it. We don't know that. Well... You what, know that. What do you, what do you drive if you don't put a ballot in? You need to phone a friend on this one, Walker. Nothing. But what do you what do you in and of itself in a vacuum? What do you drive when you put a ballot in? You 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 steer it in some direction versus no hands on the wheel at all. You may pull it to the left a little bit. I know. We we disagree on this. I get that, Walker. We still don't know what the heck we want. We still don't know what the heck we want. All I'm doing is either playing defense against against and most black people identify as as Democrat. So I'm playing defense against the Republicans. For the most part. But if I, I put it this way, I put it to you this way. I come to your restaurant, you're serving me. Okay? Okay. You sit down and you don't say anything. (laughs) I come, you know, I'm serving. Let's say I'm serving. This sounds realistic. (laughs) I ask you, hey, can I help you? No. <laughs> Do you end up getting anything that you really want from that restaurant when it's all said and done? No. Okay. What do we want as a community? Mm, we're, we're looking at the menu, but we're just not ready to order yet. We don't even have a menu open. Uh, we're just talking. Are we our wives when we ask, hey, what do you feel like eating? No, no one's asking us what we want. Oh, okay. So we're not even there. We're not even there. Okay. No one's asking us. No one cares. <laughs> we, it, it's one of those things where you have to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll put it this way. You look at, you ever seen a person get put in office by Republicans or conservatives and they do something to endorse like, let's say, a liberal agenda? Mm. And you ever seen how donors and people who supported this guy get outraged? Yeah. 
they're very vocal in what they want because with with your dollars and your votes come an expectation. Sure. Are we putting money into these candidates and have we been very upfront with them as to what they need to do for us? If they're public servants, have we told these public servants, again, going back to the analogy in a restaurant, what we want as a community? No. no. So, okay, I'll go to the I'll go vote and help your agenda. Sure. All right. I'll go show up and hope everything works out. Or I can take control of what we want. Again, back to the analogy with your coworker. Everyone put our money together. Yeah. Let's go to these candidates and say, this is, this is a bullet point of what we need and want from you. Can you do that? Right. If you can do that, then expect this amount of dollars, expect this amount of votes on, on midterm election day. How hard is that to do? That's not difficult at all. Okay. So, you know, anyway, as far as, and my thing is, if we can work together as a community, my thing is we can circumvent who gets appointed as Supreme Court. We can circumvent that to a degree. We can still, because, again, a lot, of the, a lot of the instant impact happens with these local elections. Right. And right. we have to take, you know what I mean? And, and to your point, yes, but my thing is I still, I'm, I'm waiting on a playbook. What play we run, coach? We're on the field looking at the sidelines, and the play clock is ticking down to zero. Should we call a timeout? <laughs> right? Do we have any timeouts? <laughs> yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. We're going to have to agree to disagree there. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I'm going to vote, but I'm just like. That's all I care about, Walker. I'm not saying I'm not voting. I want you, I want you with a ballot. You're thinking I'm saying not vote. I'm saying we need more than. Gatry, a lot of us have been voting for how many years? I understand that, Walker, but it takes time. It takes some action on our part. It takes more than well, t- it takes even dollars. Takes time, Walker. Yeah. yeah, I know, but at least I know we're heading in a better direction when we put more than just showing. Yes, we're not showing up to vote, but my God, like, what do we? What do we want? You can't even articulate that for no, me. No, I can't. That's all I'm saying. Now we can do that with each other. If I keep asking you to do something for me and you don't see a point to it, or if you 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 don't see that it's benefiting you, eventually you're gonna you're gonna raise your hand and say, uh, Walker, um, if we're gonna do this, yeah, you see what I mean? Right. You're gonna speak up, right. like you're gonna say, you know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. That's okay. all I'm saying. And you have a valid point there. I'm not saying I'm not voting. I'm just saying, same thing, huh? As a registered voter, I will be there. I'm always there. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I just like to, like to know what we're doing. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> we need cameras. <laughs> oh yeah, my face expression is yeah. Here again. The wife is great. Hey guys, just me. <laughs> yeah, remember me, right? Yeah. Last spot. <laughs> right, right. I go here. You don't even tell me where to go. Just hand me the paper. Just hand me the paper. No, I brought my own pencil. Anyway, whatever. Um, that's all I got. Um, yeah, that's all I got, man. You you, you want to get into our play yeah. of the week and shout outs? We start. We like to start with shout outs. Um, so I'm gonna shout out a uh, 
special individual. Is the name Dr. Hadaya Nicole Green ring a bell to you? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um... Come on, Walker. Black I, I need you to magic. say that to the microphone. Black woman magic. Come on, man. So, what are pom poms, man? Let me cheer my sister <laughs> on. For what I'm hoping is a very small percentage of our listeners that are not aware of Dr. Hadaya Nicole Green, I, 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 I've had the pleasure of meeting her, and uh, she introduced herself to me as, as um, Hadaya Green. So, I'm not really a fan of the hyphen Nicole, but I'll, I'll pay respect because this woman has done some amazing things. She's, um, she's one of less than a hundred black female physicists <laughs> roaming this earth. And, um, she's got nothing like an intelligent woman, black yeah. woman, nothing like it, man. She's got, uh, nothing like it. cancer eradication on her sites. So uh, this, this young lady, I, I think she's from from St. Louis, Missouri. I only know her because after after um, after getting her degree at A and M, she then came to UAB for right. a master's and a PhD. Right. And during this time, she was uh, she was attending Sixth Avenue, where I was attending at the time. Um, a mutual friend of hers. Sixth Avenue Baptist Church. Sixth Avenue Baptist Church. Yeah. Mutual friend of hers is a good friend of mine. Same social circles, whatever. Um, got to meet her great individual so um, I want to shed a little bit of light on, on kind of her approach she, she's um, she wants to use uh, laser therapy okay. as her method of uh, eradicating cancer and it's a very audacious goal one that she received a lot of backlash on but stayed persistent most, most geniuses do right right but it stayed persistent um and is making incredible progress. So check this out, Walker. Um, tonight, BET has this uh, as a special they're doing. As uh, it's called BET Goes Pink, actually, mm-hmm. and this is their kind of awards for you know people of color who at, who are really like making major strides in at least trying to do something constructive as it comes to, as it relates to cancer and cancer eradication. Mm-hmm. So, um, Dr. Green is a candidate for an award, um, a very large award on this, on this, uh, on this program. And, um, she's gotten the attention of Cardi B. Wow. And, um, I don't know, Offset, is that his name? Okay, Migos? Are they married now? It, they yeah, got a child yeah. together, right? Yeah. So, um, Offset's story is is compelling because um, I think it was his grandmother may have mm. died of breast cancer. Yeah. And Cardi B's got a relative that is a can- breast cancer survivor. Gotcha. So, um, my own mother-in-law is a breast cancer survivor. Wow. So, yeah. So, um, this this kind of tugs at my heartstrings a little bit, but Cardi B has been instrumental about promoting Dr. Green on social media because, you, you know, Cardi's that influencer to where that's a game changer she, yeah she, she can tell people to <laughs> go buy styrofoam and they're gonna go buy it you know so she's putting yeah. dr green on the on the, on the equal equal or not greater platform than herself essentially on the map right so now here she is um the 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 the, the, the show is actually it actually airs tonight october 7th okay um okay so um big 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 shout out to dr Hadaya nicole green on this because it's so funny man she it 
in pursuing her master's and PhD when we were both attending Six Abbey at the time. She was there. She's very instrumental about having uh, health screenings and things like that at the church. And you see her there, and you're like, man, she's doing great. But you never think she's going to be on a national stage. And here she is, man. And this is, this is amazing, man. And she's relentless about this because I'm going to be a little, I'm going to have a little conspiracy here. But this whole cancer research thing, I really think it's like the, I, I think people are profiting off of it. And I hate oh, that. Oh, of course. I, 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 do, I do believe somewhere. It's the so, negative aspect of capitalism. Like yes, that. man. Yeah. Somebody somewhere knows what to do. Right. right? Absolutely. We've got too many smart people here that for us to not know what to do, but there's too much money in everything else. So someone else is, or something else has decided to steer this to a different direction. Absolutely. But what's, what's crazy about this, we're losing lives while people want to make dollars. What is this, is this America Walker? Where, where are we? I, ju- I just lost it. Um, forgive me. But Anyway, shout I mean, out to Dr. Green. The dollars hasn't got we trust, but I think we uh, we we went the other direction. Come with on, that. man. Yeah. At any rate, shout out to Dr. Green. Um, I don't have BET, so I can't watch and support you. But uh, when does it come on? But tell people who have BET. Oh, BET. It's uh, it, it's tonight, Sunday, October seventh, uh, seven p.m. Like they can like they can watch it, but just right. in an event that you know. Seven p.m. Central. Uh, tune in if you got BET. If you're not woke like me, I'll definitely. Uh, yeah, and, it, and you know, just because just because I do know of her, I'm gonna check in and you know make sure that she wins. If not, we're, uh, I'm gonna go protest something. Uh, but anyway, that's my shout out for this week. Beautiful person, very intelligent, accomplished, and whenever you're doing something like that, that's gonna impact many. It's always my prayer that God elevates you to places unseen and give you an exposure in ways that you can even imagine. And um, I think it's awesome that she's getting to that point, man. Amen. That's dope. That's dope. Um, yours is better than mine, obviously. Your we're not out. competing here. No, of course we're not. Um, but it's still dope because, <laughs> of course, we're not competing. But yes, yours is better. Anyway, um, my shout out goes to Chance the Rapper. Oh, CTR. <laughs> Chance the Rapper. Speaking of Chance, um, he is donating a million dollars to mental health services in the city of Chicago. Now, we know Chance has been donating money left and right yeah. for multiple various causes. So on top of that, he's donating $1 million to, uh, to uh, the city of Chicago for mental health. And so I guess this past week, there was a social works summit yeah, and he spoke to like hundreds of people in the city, and uh, a lot of I guess, it, wow, Periscope, <laughs> saying via Periscope he was speaking to a lot of viewers that way. I was like, they're still around. That's but anyway, he, he must be one of ten users. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but he basically in this he was saying we need a new space where people can get information on how they feel, hmm. on where to go and a network for us to interact and review our mental health spaces and create a community of people helping people. So I'm proud to announce that I'm pledging $1 million towards mental health services in the city of Chicago. So, you know, that again, that's a that's a conversation piece that's not heavily discussed in the black community. As a matter of fact, we kind of look down on it. Um, but I think for him to not only, you know, is as influential as he is, especially in that city, uh, for him to speak on mental health, but also put his money where his mouth is, is 
you know, is commendable. Yeah. And so we salute Chance, pat him on the back, continue to do, to do what you do. I, 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 I like Chance for, I just like Chance for being that plugged into to what's going on in this city. And I think, you know, we, we started this, we started this podcast talking about another Chicago native and how disappointed we are in him. It's good. It's great to see. And my thing is, my thing is this, I don't have to agree with everything you say or do. So that's not the point. But I think when you understand your influence and are using it to benefit people, not yourself, you have my kudos all day, every day. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I'm, I'm pleased with Chance. Discipline. And again, I, I hate to make this about Kanye. But it, it feeds into my point as to how you can create a lot of attention to be self-serving instead of helping people mm-hmm. and others. So shout out to Chance for, for thinking of others and using your money to make a difference. I believe someone will live a long life because of your decision to do what you just did. Yeah. Someone will not take their life. Someone will go on to live a great life and help others because of your commitment to help with this. So shout outs to you, brother. And I think that's a beautiful thing that you do. Mental health is a serious situation. Very important. And I I am so thrilled to see it get the type of reception it's getting. And as two black men, Mm -hmm. you know, we can both attest like we're we're one of the key focus areas when it comes to mental health. So there's a lot we don't want to talk about that we need to. So, um, chance, dude, this is that—that's amazing. How, how can you how can you say that's better than mine, though? Oh, I just, no! How can you say mine's better than that? Excuse me. Oh, it just is. <laughs> no, I just—I I was kidding. I just kidding. Yeah. Um, that, that's super dope, though. Seriously, Absolutely. all jokes aside. Absolutely. Um, so in. Swiftly moving to our players of the week. <laughs> I don't have one. Okay, so well, I'm not even going to force it. Well, then I can, I can um I can kind of build this one a little bit then. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna so, be good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna tell you a story, Walker, a, a true story. Okay, have you heard of gender reveals? <laughs> yes. Okay, so um about six years ago, dude. Tip to anyone having gender reveals: don't have an expectation. Oh, do not have an expectation. One of my one of my close buddies really and his wife really wanted a boy. Let's just say the party was over shortly after they were. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were crushed. They were crushed. See, I'm going to get into that a little bit. I'm glad you said that. It's Um, best to have a gender reveal for the first time around when you have, because usually the second child, you got an expectation. Like, okay, this one needs to be, uh, yeah, this one, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, they did it. And boy, so awkward about six years ago, maybe a little longer than that. Uh, my wife and I decided to have a gender reveal, right? Okay. So, um, we had it just for family. I think it was just my parents and her parents. My, My sisters were there. And uh, we had a bonefish grill, like super low key, right? Um, yeah. There was a cake. We cut the cake, and then the, depending on what color the the cake was, was the sex of the child, right? Very amateur now. Right. Oof, boy, have they at, at the time, at the time, I'm thinking, oh, this is pretty cool, you know. But my wife and I decided it was we first time. It. it was first kind, time. Kind of like your friend. Um, was really really wanting a boy but I psyched myself out 
to the point to where I knew we were going to have a girl because I want a boy that bad. Right. Okay. So once I see the icing is blue, I become, I immediately become emotional. Right. Like, yeah, my wife's got a boy in there. Right. You know? So yeah. I was like, oh, great. You know, we cut the cake. Our family's there. It's great. The night's right. over. Everybody goes home. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a gentleman by the name of Dennis Dickey, uh, who resides in the state of Arizona. He, uh, he would have laughed at this if I were to suggest this as a potential way for him to, to find out the, the reveal or the, the gender of his child, right? Right. So, it, again, that was six years ago. We know how things change, right? Right. Um, so Dickie and his uh, significant other, they decide, okay, we could, we're heavy consumers of social media. We've seen other people do it. We're going to one-up somebody, right? Mr. Dickie... He's a, he's a heavy arms NRA gun guy, right? So they say, you know what? We're going to set up a target for Dickie to shoot. And when the bullet hits it, whatever comes out of it is going to be either blue or pink. Okay. Right? Okay. Seems, seems harmless enough, right? It does. Okay. In theory. In theory. So fast forward, Walker. They're there with their friends. Of course, everybody's videotaping it because we gotta put this on social media, right? Awesome. Here he goes. He loads up Walker. He so shoots. we can actually go look at this. Yeah. He shoots. Right. That was a layup for the those who are listening. <laughs> Dennis Dickey, shoot. No, no, I won't say that. Like he shoots. Right. He hits it. Blue. Everybody's celebrating, right? Yeah, great. Having a boy, yeah. Shoot one in the air. <laughs> what no one's noticing, Walker, is that this explosion has started a fire. <laughs> How? Whatever they used, Walker. Okay, so people have done this before, right? And it's a little, it creates a little kind of explosion and enough for you to see the color of the powder. Okay. But the Dickies had better ideas because this is going on Facebook. <laughs> so the, um, the amount of, of chemical they used that facilitates the explosion was significantly more than what the average person would use, right? Oh, God. So when the bullet hit this, oh, my goodness. it detonated kind of like a bomb of sorts. So lethal, Walker, that it ignited, ignited is the word, right? Yes. The grass under where he was shooting. Walker, to the tune of a wildfire starting. Like, where fire authorities have to come with helicopters pouring. <laughs> and by the way, that's not free. No! You 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 think of you know as an adult now I like I was I now ask certain questions like how did that get oh my money taxpayers money right you know what I'm saying like dumb just antics G- great segue too roughly two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of antics nice right nice so it starts a wildfire nice they're in Arizona you know you know how you know serious about wildfires oh my god because it's so dry out oh yeah yeah. Oh, goodness. So, of course, fortunately, Mr. Dickey's arrested, ruled, placed on probation, and ordered to pay restitution to the tune of 240 some odd thousand dollars. 
all because Walker, we had to one-up the next person. Mr. Dickey, long-time listener of the podcast, you are my player of the week. Um, how much how are we doing on time? Good, you got about ten. Ten minutes? Yeah. You got something? Yeah. You just named child and you named like dumb dads. We can keep that we can keep oh, this I'm sorry, it, it burned uh more than forty five thousand acres. <laughs> yeah. I had to put that in there. Yeah, go ahead, Walker. You remember the show uh the game? The with the T and Tamara twins, or one of them? Yes. Okay. I actually liked that show before it actually went to BET. You're going to be judged later. It's actually a good show. I liked it. Um, and when it went to BET, it was, as you like to put it, T-Rash. <laughs> um, Got to trademark that. <laughs> there was a uh, one of the star actors on it who actually played, I think it was T- Tamara, okay. who was on the show. No, maybe T. I don't know. One of the twins, um, he played her love interest in the show. Um, Pooch Hall, <laughs> also known as Duran Davis, BT shows the game, star of Ray Donovan. Young Poochie. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Good job, Gat. <laughs> He's fist pumping. He's like pumping his fist over here. Got one. Um, this past week, he was arrested. For drunk driving with his two-year-old son allegedly in his lap. Uh, he was arrested in Burbank. Oh. And Ooh. he ran his vehicle into a parked car. He wasn't hurt. His two-year-old wasn't hurt. Witnesses were told that young Poochie was weaving in and out of traffic. And they could see a small child in his lap. No, dude. Um, so, of course, he took a sobriety test and failed remarkably. Um, so, yes, he did get arrested. He was taken into custody. Um... For not only drunk driving, but child endangerment. Luckily, he has a wife. So, of course, the child was turned into the wife. Sure. Okay. Because I can only imagine if she was with them, the child would be gone. Yeah. Right? In the system. In the system. Derwin. Pooch. (laughs) Little Poochie, young Poochie, <laughs> you are player of the week. You're a player of the week. Get it together. That's all I'm saying. That's all I got, man. Anything you want to say about that? You, you're a father. I'm a father. You have a boy. I'm a, I have. I'm a father with with two sons, thankfully. And Walker, I'm I'm not gonna come off greater than thou, okay? Walker, I'll have a beer every now and then, okay? Okay. Depending on the night, I may even have something a little harder than that, right? Okay. But where I where I can't connect is where is what would have to happen for me to think 
that getting in a vehicle after partaking in that type of behavior mm-hmm. and bringing my child with me. Mm-hmm. Because, because if I'm dumb enough to do that, if anybody's going to have any consequences, it needs to be me and only me. Exactly. My, my boys didn't ask for this. And through the grace of God, I am so happy that all you came out with was just hitting a parked yeah, car. Yeah, that's no a blessing, man. Could you imagine the worst case scenario there? No. So count it. We can we can make you player of the week because of the outcome. Your son's alive and well right. and with his mom. So that's why we can make we can we can put you in this little segment of ours, but we need you to get it together. You you know how people say you know they've survived certain things and you know feel like God has a plan on their life or for their life. Believe that. Yeah, that's suitable here. Right? I think God has for a plan. Yeah, and and I, and I think it's true of everyone. Well, and, and it may take certain situations to help people to realize. Oh, right, absolutely. Right. It that's lets what you, it lets I should say. It lets you way. understand just how precious life is, and that you know what, I need to be doing more with my life. There you go. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Unfortunate, but who am I to judge, right? No, we this all, is, we this all got something. This is this is, yeah, and this is not to judge, but. Once you have a child, yeah, you got to take it to the next level. You got to, you, you got to think. About you anymore, it's not about man. you anymore. Yeah, you got to make decisions. Your decisions impact your your seed. So, yeah. Derwin? Derwin. I call him Derwin when I say him. Young Pooch. Young Pooch? Yeah. What else you got, man? You got anything else? I'm, I'm good, man. Everyone, I want to thank y'all for listening. We we hope you guys have a, an amazing or continue to have an amazing week. Keep your head up if you're not. Uh, again, thanks again for listening. Uh, peace and blessings to each and every one of y'all. Whether you agree with anything we said or not, we hope that we said one thing to help you see the world differently. Hopefully encouraged you to make a difference in your own life. And if we did that, then it was all worth it. It was a Tipping Point Podcast.